Well, as we continue our study of Psalm 127, verses 1 to 2, we read in the second half of Psalm 127, verse 1, Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Now, in this psalm, the psalmist speaks about the Lord watching over the city and the necessity of the Lord watching over the city. Let's take a moment here in this message to consider the phrase, the Lord watches over. Now, the Hebrew word for watch over is used many times in the Bible. And one of the first times is in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 15, where we read, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Now, the word translated keep here in Genesis 2 verse 15 is the same word used in Psalm 127 verse 1 for watching over. And in this case, in Genesis 2 and verse 15, God put Adam in the Garden of Eden to watch over it. And the idea was that Adam would care for it and look after the garden that the Lord had given to him. Now, later in Genesis 3 and verse 24, we read how Adam and Eve sinned against God and were driven out of the garden. But notice what God does when he drives Adam and Eve out of the garden in Genesis 3 and verse 24. He drove out the man, and to the east of the Garden of Eden, he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. The angels were to guard the tree of life. And once again, the word guard is the same word used in Psalm 127, translated watch over. The idea here was that the angel was to protect this tree so that no one gained access to it. Jacob is said to have kept his father-in-law's sheep. And the, the word keep here is the same word that is used in, in Psalm 127, verse 1. And literally, Jacob puts his life on the line to protect his sheep. And his great passion, of course, is that the sheep prosper. And so this idea of watching over here in this sense has the sense of, of putting his life on the line a passion for the prosperity, and to protect his sheep. Let me use one final example of the word watch over in the Old Testament. We read in Psalm 86 in verse 2, Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Notice the word preserve in the phrase, preserve my life. And once again, the word preserve is the same word translated watch over in Psalm 127 and verse 1. So while there are many more examples of how the word watch over is used in the Hebrew Old Testament, the idea is quite clear. To watch over is to care for, to protect, to seek the prosperity of, and to preserve. 
And so the phrase, the Lord watches over the city, shows us that the Lord cares for that city and its inhabitants. There's a tenderness in his heart towards the city and its people. His desire is to protect them so that no enemy will harm. He wants to prosper that city just as a shepherd wants to prosper his sheep. And he is willing to lay down his life for the good of the city and its inhabitants. Psalm 127 and verse 1 tells us that unless the Lord watches over his city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Now let's consider the picture. When the king of the city wanted to protect his city, he would send watchmen to stand at the gate, the tower, and at various positions around the city. And these men would listen for the sounds that might indicate trouble. They would be constantly scanning the horizon for any sign of danger. And if they uncovered anything, they would alert the city so that they would be, they would not be taken by surprise. And so if the enemy wanted to take the city by surprise, they would first have to deal with the watchman. And only then was the enemy able to penetrate into the city unnoticed. These watchmen were the first line of defense, and they literally risked their lives to save the city. Now, where was the king as the watchman stood on guard? Well, he was very likely home in bed sleeping soundly. Because it was unthinkable that the king would ever take his position as a watchman. He was too important to risk because of his role. And yet, notice the words of Psalm 127 and verse 1. Unless the Lord watches over the city. Notice the phrase, unless the Lord watches over the city. The psalmist describes the Lord of Lords standing guard as a watchman over the city. Now, the task of caring for his people was, was too important to entrust to any other person. Other watchmen would be easily deceived by the enemy. They, they could grow tired and, and sometimes fall asleep, but the God who keeps Israel does not sleep. Psalm 121 and verse 4 says, Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Now, in this world, the lesser protects the greater. Those in authority surround themselves with guards who, who will take the bullet for them. These bodyguards are hired to protect those who are important in this world. But Psalm 127 and verse 1 describes the greater protecting the lesser. The king of kings stands beside, between us and the enemy. And he is the one who will take the bullet for us. Any enemy will have to go through him to get to us. Now, John 3.16 is a perfect example of this when it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The Lord Jesus willingly takes the bullet for us, willingly lays down his life for those who do not deserve it. He chose to watch over us and died the cruel death of the cross to set us free from the enemy. He cared for us at the cost of his life. This king of kings 
is the one who watches over us. Now, consider what Matthew has to say about the Lord who watches over us. Matthew 6 and verse 26. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Matthew 10, 29 to 31. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. The Lord who cares for the birds of the air, feeding and providing them, the one who knows the very hairs on our head, cares and watches over us. That kind of tenderness and compassion from the Creator Himself is really too much for us to understand. But it is the King of Kings who stoops down and invests everything into the care and protection of the city and its inhabitants. Reflecting on how God watches over his people, the psalmist says this in Psalm 121, verses 5 to 8. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. The God who never sleeps watches over his people day and night. He keeps them from evil. He watches over them when they're going out and when they're coming in, wherever they go. The fact that the Lord watches over us doesn't mean that everything will be easy. There'll be times when we pass through the waters and the flames that, that are set surround us. But listen to the words of Isaiah 43, verse 2 to 4, when he says this, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. I give men in return for you, people in exchange for your life. The promise is that when we pass through deep waters, He will be with us. He will watch us. He will keep us. And when we pass through the flames, they will not consume us. God is watching out for us in the midst of our trials, our greatest afflictions in life. The enemy may surround us, but God's I is ever on us. In the words of the psalmist in Psalm 118 and verse 6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? 
And in Psalm 23 and verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The psalmist tells us here that the Lord watches over the city. There's something so very incredible about this. The king of kings takes a particular interest in his people. Now, as Solomon wrote this, he was the king over Jerusalem. He was responsible for the care and protection of his people. But Solomon took great comfort in the fact that the Lord God promised to watch over him and his city. This God would never sleep. This God was greater than any enemy who could stand against him. The all-seeing eye of God watched out for them. The all-knowing mind of God knew the plots of the enemy. The all-powerful creator stood between them and their enemy. The God of justice laid down his life to pay their sin. The God of love gave his only son. I don't know what trial you're facing right now, but know this. The Lord God watches over the city. The Lord God watches over your life. He sees your pain. He sees your suffering. He sees the enemy that has its sights on you. And as we've said from the beginning, this word to watch over carries the sense of God caring for, protecting, seeking the prosperity of, preserving. This is the heart of God for you as his child. Will you believe today what Solomon tells us here, that God is watching over you. Will you allow the understanding of that fact to fill you with peace and joy? Will you rest in that care and protection? Will you trust whatever happens, he will not leave you, but use whatever takes place in your life for good and his glory? <laughs> 